Hey everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Brown Skin Conversations. Before we actually get into it, I just want to let everybody know that Sarcarrogance is giving back to the less fortunate with SMG Cares. Check out Sarcarrogance, S-A-R-C-A-R-R-O-G-A-N-C on Instagram and my Instagram, Natasha Soul underscore and brown skin convo podcast i believe that's my that's the name of my instagram to check out the flyer um letting you know what donations we're taking and where monetary donations can be given if you are in baltimore or even just in maryland and you want to give like physical donations please inbox me or email me so we can set that up before the 23rd that is when we'll actually be giving out the donations to the less fortunate if you want to come out and help also dm me and or email me so i can give you the address thank you so much now let's get started with this podcast this is a sarcarians media production Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Brown Skin Conversations. I am your host. Natasha Soul, and this week I have Alex with me. Um, go ahead and introduce yourself, Alex. All right, thanks, Natasha. Hey, y'all, <laughs> my name is Alex Sam. Um, you can find me on IG at G-Spam, S-H-E-S-P-H-A-M. Um, yeah, so I'm excited to be here with Natasha and have some brown skin conversations. Yes. <laughs> so this week we are going to talk about spirituality is something that I have brung up a couple of times in my um, past podcast, but um, not too in depth, just here and there what I like and what I do, um, which I'm slipping on, but I don't, I don't, uh, I don't down talk myself on Mm-mm. what I be doing. We we growing over here. Okay. I'm just taking a yes. break. <laughs> you know, sometimes you have to just take a breather. Right. Um, but making sure that you keep keep on going, right? Exactly. Yes. So first, Alex, um, what does spirituality mean to you? Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know. Spirituality, I feel, is such a personal thing for so many different people, and I love that you asked what it means to me, because I feel like everyone has a different definition for that. Very much so. Um, <laughs> for me, it's about being connected, right? Feeling connected to not only those around me, but also just source energy and like a higher power and a higher being. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about being able to stay grounded um, and you know, being vigilant on the things that come at you on the day to day, like, you know, we're human. Right. <laughs> so there are moments where things just aren't that grand. Right. But, um, just being 
being spiritual kind of gives you a sense of uh, greater purpose, yeah. I think. Um, and I think that's what it really means for me is just the connection and understanding and recognizing that we're all interconnected and that it's bigger than just you. Um, and that it's all about that ripple effect. Like one drop of, in the water has a ripple and mm -hmm. that ripple keeps going no matter what. So Absolutely. that's what spirituality means for me. And like, uh, and it really helps me stay grounded because uh, you and I've had this discussion before, yeah. but I, I deal with mental health um, Same. issues <laughs> and I have depression and anxiety, but a part of my, you know, my spiritual practice really helps me with those things. So, yes, like I really like what you um, I really like that, how that um, how spirituality means that to you. Mm -hmm. I um, always thought about it as well, thinking about it a little bit deeper. Um, sometimes I think about it as like being connected to the parts that people can't see in a sense, mm -hmm. because like you said, like um like that ripple effect, like you never know how things are gonna go with um, just with how you react. Like I said, mm -hmm. like I don't down talk myself because if I continue to do that, then I'm not going with my purpose. I feel like, like I right. should talk to myself in a higher regard if I want to go mm -hmm. to higher places. <laughs> Mm -hmm. so that ripple effect and you know with everything that goes on and talking to like eh, I feel like I'm stepping ahead but with spirituality oh, and go with the flow right <laughs> right <laughs> with spirituality and going inwards and mm -hmm with like your spirit like with your spirit and the vibes mm -hmm. around you and making sure that you feel comfortable in life and you connecting with other people on a different level and you connecting with like you said the higher beings and everything like we can't mm -hmm. see them but like mm -hmm. we want to be close to them and that's a certain way that we can so yeah I, I really like I really like that spirituality means that for you because that's definitely the fact that you use that um, for your mental illnesses and everything. Like, mm -hmm. I think that's how I started. It was like quarantine. Yeah. And that's when I got in depth with it. And mm -hmm. Yeah, I still meditation still isn't my thing, but I haven't tried it as of lately. But it's gonna be my thing sooner or later. It's gonna be well. My it, I, I, the thing is, like, I feel like there's so many different modalities, right? right? Um, and when people hear spirituality, like, you first thing they think about is the meditation aspect of it, um, <laughs> but it's so much bigger than that. Like, you know, like you said, it's, it's not your thing. There's right. different forms of meditation, maybe there's different forms that you want to explore. If you haven't right. tried guided meditation, maybe that's one, but there's also, you know, conscious meditation, like mm -hmm. things that you can do in the day to day, like walking meditation, breathing meditations. Um, but beyond the meditations, there's different things too, like even if it's just breath work or anything yeah. like that, or just, uh, you know uh thought changing techniques mm -hmm. stuff like that as well um so there's so many things but you know you opened the conversation with such a great question um about what spirituality means for me what does it mean for you um well like I said it 
I feel like it's getting closer to the parts that we can't see. Like you Mm -hmm. said, the higher power, meaning Mm -hmm. just like, even if it's on a different level for different people, like some people pray to God, Mm -hmm. um, some people talk to their ancestors, Mm -hmm. different things like that. And, um, just making sure that you're, you're looking inwards to make Mm -hmm. sure that you're good more often than not, because a lot of the times with mental illness, we can put on a smiley face all the time, but that's not really Mm -hmm. how we feel on the inside. So spirituality helps with that, um, digging deeper on the inside Mm -hmm. so that we can make sure that that smile on the outside is matching how we feel on the inside too. And Mm -hmm. just, and like you said, grounded, being grounded because Mm -hmm. I tried, I went outside and like just stepped in the grass with no socks on. like, Mm -hmm. And that was just, it felt so great. Like sitting outside, being connected with the earth, in a different type Mm. of way sometimes like I would sit out when it was like a full moon and like just Mm -hmm. sit and I feel like that's when the meditation portion like really like that's when it was my thing like I would just sit there and allow the air like it felt Mm -hmm. like the air was blowing just for me like when I would Mm -hmm. feel it and I would feel like really calm and everything so yeah like spirituality is getting connected with ourselves what is unseen and the earth. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So everything that you just said, right, as I was mentioning earlier, there's different modalities yeah. um, that people practice in spirituality. It sounds like you like forest bathing or nature mm-hmm. bathing. Yeah. So that's what it is, like just being out in nature, right? And like, because there's sound baths as well. Yes. And then there's different things. Um, but for you, it could be the connection with the earth, like Mother Gaia. That's all you need is to be able to tap into that and like feeling the energetic, uh, you know, waves that are around you. Yeah. So it, it's it's definitely something maybe you should explore because if you're saying like that's the moment where you feel most grounded. And I love the whole walking barefoot thing. That's one of my favorite things to do too. Like it definitely creates that connection um, and just reminds you of, again it's bigger than just us right yeah. <laughs> so it's definitely a really great way to do that um yeah yes um yeah so with that when did you get into spirituality like okay. just going deeper into it I feel like I've always been a spiritual person even as a kid like I was always that kid that like enjoyed spending time with the animals and being outside and like um you know just looking for a deeper sense of why like I was yeah. always the curious kid like I, I often say that I operate from a place of understanding mm-hmm. um I always seek understanding in everything that I do um it could be from my empathy and everything like that too but like that's just how I've always been so I can realistically say I've always been spiritual but like consciously practicing it right like I want to say um started on and off probably like my late teens going to my 20s and then I got a little bit away from it and um really really putting that effort in I want to say probably the last uh five six years maybe but if you know there's something that a lot of people consider or talk about um in 
those of us who believe in the woo-woo, right? <laughs> That's what I'm to call it. Um, it's like Dark Night of the Soul. Um, Dark Night of the Soul is basically the catalytic moment in your life. And it, most some people have multiple um, Dark Nights of the Soul that they have to go through. Um, but just, you know, that moment that just kind of something just mm-hmm. or snapped for you and it just kind of puts you in that place. Um, I would probably say it was my the one that I would recount and call maybe two. The, the first one that I realistically knew what it was, was um, I was probably 18 or 19. Mm-hmm. And that was the last time I uh, attempted suicide. Mm. Uh, and I remember waking up in the hospital after having my stomach pumped and like just something inside of me was like, there has to be more. Yeah. Right. Um, that was my third attempt at that point. Wow. And within the span of two years. And to say that I, I'm divinely protected is light. Like yeah. that, I'm saying that, like, but I really do feel that way because um some people don't it. make it past the first attempt or the second. They don't. They don't. And uh that's why I don't take this life for granted at all. And I feel like I was playing that game and God, Uda, the universe was just like, <laughs> yo, hold up. Right. But, um, the reason why I say I am divinely protected and that I know that I have a purpose on this earth of ours is because that last attempt, I, I did that in the middle of a park, in an isolated area of a park in the evening. And it was already probably like seven or eight o'clock it was dark at that point so parked my car took the pills I was out I was supposed to be gone the next morning a pastor and his family found me wow right I was unconscious apparently they told me it was touch and go uh by the time I came to like literally it was probably over 12 hours that passed by Mm -hmm. But to find out that, okay, this is literally a man that this is, <laughs> he preaches life. Right. Know? So like, th- that was definitely a moment where I was just like, all right, something's got to give. Yeah. Right. Like something's got to give. So let me, let me find help. Let me, I, mean, I have started seeing a therapist already, but it was still those thoughts. I was like, okay, I have to make more of an effort. Yeah. Right. Um, and then that went on and off, like seeking therapy and I'm sure this is a whole nother topic. Women of color <laughs> finding a therapist that you can work with is a mm. whole nother thing. Very much so. Girl, that's a whole nother topic. Another <laughs> podcast, another episode. Um, yes. But it's a struggle. You know, there's a lack of people out there that can help us, um, that can understand us without judging us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, you know, the things that we go through is quite different than yeah. everyone else, uh, especially growing up in America. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> But second time where I get another catalytic moment for me that was just like, all right, you really got to stay on this. Because like, like I was, you said earlier, like, you know, you're, you're taking a pause right now. Like we often take pauses and sometimes they last longer than we realize, right? Right. Um, and for me, like I said, I was at 19, really got into it, did it to maybe like my mid-20s and life got in a way was hella like crazy and stuff like that, hella busy. Right, And I found myself, you know, working hard, had great career moves in my life and found myself in this relationship uh, with this guy. And first and foremost, we just weren't aligned. Right. 
but it was probably one of the most toxic abusive relationships that I've ever been in and coming out of it I was a shell of myself I was a shell of the woman that I was and I didn't recognize myself and like within that relationship I had two psychotic breaks um and it was just one of those moments when I when I finally again something just clicked and I was right. like nope you gotta go you gotta get yeah. out I changed a lot kicked him out like it was just a whole ordeal and um but I practice you know they say it takes 21 days to build a habit yeah. so I challenge myself and I often do these challenges to myself by the way um just to test my boundaries and my discipline and see how far I can go on things but uh I was like all right you're going to meditate every day for 21 days you're going to you know do a social like you're going to purge all the people within that circle and like not contact them you're go- you're going to do this you're going to do that and like it really really got me in that place again and now I've rediscovered the person that I am so those are two of the main highlight points in my life two catalyst moments in my life where it was just like all right you have something's got to give you have to do something you know yes western medicine is great but for me, I've tried a whole bunch of different medications for my depression and anxiety. It Same. doesn't work for me. And no. no matter the dosage and everything like that. And like, you know, human beings were different. So I'm not here to say that Western medicine doesn't work. and that I don't believe yeah. in the science. But I do believe that we should have autonomy over our bodies and like know what works for us and what doesn't work for us and oh, be right. given the choices to do what we need to do with what's best for us so for me that became spirituality having a daily practice having a routine you know meditating praying uh, having a spiritual coach uh you know pulling my cards for myself <laughs> and like really tapping into the spiritual side of things and like I'm a Buddhist and I don't, even as a kid, I never really considered myself to be religious, Um, but most of my family members are very religious, but I have a very um, deep sense of understanding of my religion, and I believe that I can combine that with my spirituality, and the two can coexist uh, peacefully, so yeah, that's, those are the reasons why I got into spirituality, those are the moments in my life where I recall uh, coming back to what I know works, because for one, energy is all around us. It never dies. And right. frequencies are like the, the effect that frequencies have on us is very real. So, uh, you know, they say that, you know, we always have that slang term of, you know, we vibe and like we right. survive, right? <laughs> but it's real. <laughs> you, you don't understand how much that really means. It's like, it's, it's really a fucking vibe, bro. A lot <laughs> yes, we, we okay, can cool. curse it up. It's a okay, fucking vibe. Okay, because we've but that's the reality of it right like when we say it's a vibe like we're speaking that and then like another thing is like I believe that words are spelled you know like when we're saying certain things uh it, we're speaking things into life so yeah. like you said you speak highly of yourself and I love that because you're not going to allow yourself to downplay those things but here's the thing the the, the the most important relationship that we have is the relationship that we have with ourselves right right and the things that we say to ourselves, think to ourselves, and the things that we do to ourselves have such a deeper hold on who we are and who we can become than we even realize. Mm-hmm. Uh, oftentimes we hear people talk about nature versus nurture, and it's very real, but it's also very real within yourself. Right. Like you have to, you know, uh, learn who you are. And then in learning who you are, decide who you want to be. Uh, so, yeah. 
I think I just kind of went around. I love all of that. I love that (laughs) though. That really, that really speaks with me because I don't know how many times I've looked in the mirror and I'm just like, I like the, the shell of yourself that you spoke of. It's kind of like, I look in the mirror sometimes I'm like, that's not me. Who Mm -hmm. is this? And even though I speak positivity into myself and everything, sometimes Mm -hmm. I really sense that (laughs) I need to do more because I don't, I'm not even connecting with myself at this point. And there's like, Mm -hmm. that's an issue. Like, that's a huge issue. Mm -hmm. I live in this body there should be some other stuff going on like where's the connection so Mm -hmm. yeah I I resonate with that so much (laughs) (laughs) especially with um the committing suicide part like I'm so glad that you came out of that like that is Mm -hmm. like that's a huge step especially to figure out what you needed at that age Mm -hmm. because I know at 18 or 19 I'm not even gonna lie I I didn't know what I needed Mm -hmm. I was still in like not a great relationship so Mm -hmm. I was just out here people pleasing (laughs) not Mm -hmm. knowing not knowing that I needed to please myself first Mm -hmm. make sure that I was happy and I still deal with that a lot so yeah I I I think you know oftentimes when we talk about certain things especially when it comes to like mental health or spirituality or just healing overall like people think that there's an end point there's an end game right it's never the reality of it is healing is a constant it never Mm -hmm. changes like you know we never reached a point of like oh shit I'm good I'm done. I've, I've done the work. I, I've met this. I've done this. And it's over. And it's not. It's, it's not at all. As soon as you unpack one thing and you put it away nicely and neatly in this little box over here. Something you else. You're like, oh, shit, there's something else you need to do. <laughs> so, like, with you saying, like, you know, different. I, I had a session recently with my spiritual coach. And uh, one of the things that spirit said to me was like, and it's funny because it came up in a conversation with my friend today, <laughs> is that you just because we have past lives doesn't mean that you don't have past lives in this lifetime and that means that Mm. different stages of who you are a different Mm. woman you You know like so like you you're saying like you're still figuring things out that's okay because who who isn't Natasha is today (laughs) is not the same Natasha that was she was when she was 18 or 19 not at all and then I guarantee you you know who Natasha is today isn't going to be the same one in five years right so like there's different versions of yourself that you you know have to reconcile with right and then you also have to heal those different versions of yourself but you also have to give grace like you know like you say that you um you speak highly of yourself you don't speak down on yourself that's great that's amazing but also as much grace as we offer other people we, we need, need to, to give be it to, able ourselves. to do that for ourselves. Yes. And that's something that I still struggle with on a day to day. Yeah. Because, you know, uh, as, as much as I'm like, no, nah, I'm, I'm not going to do anybody wrong, like karma is 
karma will get them like I, it's not for me to dirty my hands and it's funny because I always say that but at the same time it's like yo like are you saying the same about yourself though or are you judging yourself <laughs> right you know like what's right. going on and right. we, sometimes we do it subconsciously too without even recognizing it and you know you have to really know how to unpack those things and where to look and uh you know uh, I'm very grateful that I have an amazing therapist shout out to Vanessa um <laughs> and she's amazing in the sense that you know she's she herself is a woman of color but also she understands how big spirituality is for me mm. and like how big of a role it plays in my life and she doesn't judge me on that and in, in fact she helps me incorporate my learning techniques my healing techniques and like you know my coping mechanisms coping techniques with my spirituality you know and like it, it's an amazing um she has this thing which she calls it the will of wellness and on that will of wellness it's my spirituality is a huge part of that right. you know and like there's different parts so it's, it's really nice and that's why it's like so important to you know find someone whether it's a coach or a therapist or a friend or a trust one or a loved one that you can have those conversations with if they also yeah. don't look at you through judging eyes right because right. it's so difficult sometimes to um to open yourself up in that way and be vulnerable in that way because it's hard enough to be vulnerable with yourself Right. now you're inviting someone else into that space like hold up now <laughs> so right it, and it, it's a yeah it can be a bit of a challenge <laughs> and sometimes like with growing up in the household being a person of color those households aren't always so welcoming to different thoughts or ideas mm-hmm. like I'm still trying to figure out like how am I going to tell my mom that I'm into this like this is a different step for me like mm-hmm. I'm not giving up God but like right. this is just a different step like this mm-hmm. is a different avenue that I'm trying because apparently what I was doing before was not resonating with me as much as mm-hmm. I thought it was so mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> no I I feel like oftentimes people believe that if you're spiritual, you're not religious, or if you're religious, you're not spiritual. Like those two are not mutually exclusive. They can still exist. Like you can be spiritual and religious at the same time. I just identify more with being spiritual than being religious because I don't believe in being as rigid as certain things like, like, you know, the certain books would like to teach us to be right yeah um because i do still believe that we have to take consideration that we're human very you know like so. we, we are here to have this very human experience and like we are not without fault right so no one's perfect perfectionism and you know perfection itself is an ideal um like show me the perfect human being and i'll be like well that's a first you know like so we have to uh, again allow the space for growth and yeah. evolution and for grace and uh you know if we're going to circle it all back to religion like didn't we say that jesus loves all and didn't we right. say god loves all his children exactly so <laughs> we are to sit here and say that oh i want to explore spirituality but you know it's not and like there's a lot of spiritual practices within the bible so praying is one of them help yep <laughs> to god is one of them <laughs> right so, like, so 
there's a yeah. lot there. So it, it, you have to be able to, you know, it is different. Yes, I, I was born and raised in Georgia, so I get it. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm in the Bible Belt state. I get it. Right. Uh, I have I have ended relationships because, you know, guys I date was like, oh, you know, I, I need a Christian woman. I need to be with a woman. Like, oh, you need to, uh, you know, convert or, you know, the craziest for you. one I've had, <laughs> the craziest one I've had was like, oh, I can't date you because I can't live, leave my children's um salvation up in the air like that and i was like oh okay cool these these uh imaginary children that we haven't even talked about having yet right okay got it got it (laughs) that's always wild to me because it in the religious sense it's like the way that your children are raised the way that you treat your children, the way that you guide your children on the way that they should be as like at least decent human beings is the way that they'll get to that so-called salvation that you speak of. So why are you even ah. right, <laughs> right. okay that's, that's that's another right <laughs> what a... right these they're like I I'm not gonna judge them because I understand it's deeply ingrained in how they were raised and some people don't think about oh there could be a different way to this but Mm -hmm. sometimes it's mind-boggling to me like how it was just so like strict like I have to be this way and not even gonna lie that's how I was raised like it has to be like this and Mm -hmm. that's how you have to follow it and I think it's so good to step out of that box, that strict box and figure out like, but what's good for me though? Because I'm still doing, I'm not hurting anybody by doing this. I'm not hurting anybody. I'm actually improving myself by thinking about what else could possibly be. Right. How I could improve myself because if I'm, if I'm good within myself, then I'll be good to other people. Right. If I'm stuck in this like religious sect or whatever, and it doesn't make me feel like I'm treating myself well, how am I going to treat other people well? And I feel like that's what it should come down to. Like what, what does your heart tell you to do when it comes to like, how you're treating yourself absolutely like the one thing that I remember um that I stick strongly by too and that's this is what I told that gentleman that said that about (laughs) the salvation thing I was like my character as a woman as a human as a person is not based solely upon my religion right it is based upon the things the experiences that I have and the choices that I've made and how I treat others and how accepting I can be um, of others and you know again coming from a place of understanding uh, I always operate from that place like I always I, I want to understand the psychology of the why right. you know like people make decisions and choices and oftentimes it's because it's what's best for them and I get that and we all have the right to do that right. um I just want to know why like why is that <laughs> best for you like what what you know and even if someone does something to hurt me I still want to know why because right. it's like it allows me to see you through a different lens and again it's not going to be from a place of judgment because again who am I to judge 
I, I'm not here to, I'm, I'm the same as you. We, we have the same <laughs> blood pumps through our veins, you know, like we, we, we have different experiences. Yes. But like, beyond all that, we're all human. So right. like, how can we find a place of common ground? Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yes. I'm really loving this. This is. Oh, yay. I'm glad. Tickling like, my fancy. So do you feel like there are steps to spirituality? Like um, just growing mm-hmm. spiritually? And... I think that. Uh... Or like, are there things that you just can't avoid when you know, um, being a spiritual person. I feel like, again, everyone has different experiences, right? Like, you know, uh, not everyone has to go through surviving suicide to be, <laughs> to be spiritual. Uh, if you can avoid it, that's, I would advise that. You yeah. know, it's probably best not to have to go down that road. Please. Uh, <laughs> right, like, I love you. You belong here. Right. Please call me. Please reach out to me. Talk to me before you Literally. do anything else. Um we're going to make it through and, this. <laughs> right. And I'm very grateful to be on the other side of it and to be able to laugh about it and talk about it. Um, but I definitely don't joke about it. Like, right. it's a very serious matter. Um, but for me, I, I think that everyone has a different reason for it, right? Like, yes, there are basic steps of, you know, educating yourself, learning what works best for you, being open to new experience and trying new things. Um but to say that there's like, you know, like a 12-step program right. written out for you to follow, I, I, there's, not, there's not one. I don't think there is. Um, it's a very personal journey, just like, you know, our opening question, does the spirituality mean to you? It's a very personal definition. Like, right. you know, what I consider to be spiritual, someone else might not. And what right. someone else considers to be spiritual, I might not think that way. Like, you know, there are people, you know, they're vegans and vegetarians out there that believe that that is a part of being spiritual like you can't be spiritual without being a vegan or a vegetarian I, I have a different experience <laughs> <laughs> you know right now I am doing a 30-day vegan vegetarian fast leading up to oh, my birthday cool. um yeah yes, so cleanse I'm, the body <laughs> yes, I, I, I try to do this um you know again this goes back to me saying like while I am identify as Buddhist I still have more. I was, I was about to say, I was just about to say that. Is that because of the um, Buddhist, Buddhism? So since I was 16, sorry, we're we're talking around places. We'll get back. (laughs) It's Uh, all good. It's all good. (laughs) Right. Since I was 16, part of our religion is we fast on a new moon and a full moon. So in our fast is vegan vegetarian. So, um, because we believe that during the full moon and the new moon, the veil is the thinnest. Yeah. So I've heard that you're the, during that time, you're most susceptible to being influenced by negative energies, negative entities, whatever it is that you want to call it, right? right. So um, during that time, like keep your body as pure as you can. So eat as clean as you can. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be strictly vegan. If you can do it vegan, that's great. If you can do vegetarian, cool too. Um, because, you know, from this day and age, there's too many mixed in byproducts and stuff like that <laughs> but it's also again it's, it is very easy to be vegan or vegetarian as well like just to put that out there right. um but you know so I've been doing that since I was 16 but ever so often um I, I try to go a little bit longer mm-hmm. um so twice a month I'm, I'm eating vegan vegetarian and then like this time I decided okay you know I want to do a 30 day like and I've done it a few times over my lifetime like whether um you know we in 
Christianity, we have to Daniel fast and stuff right. like that. So like, you know, people do certain things to just kind of give them a sense of clarity. And that's what it is for me. Like, and I have other things um, that I also abstain from or choose not to do. Yeah. Uh, like part of the new moon and the full moon is like, we try to abstain from doing anything that's sinful. So like, you know, no, <laughs> no cursing, no drinking. The right. cursing part is hard for me because I curse like a sailor. I'm very proud of myself. Same. Today, actually, I think I only dropped like, a few f-bombs here and there uh, it's like two but, but that's good it's yeah, fine yeah, it's okay yeah. you're just expressing yourself and yeah. the way that you feel uh, is best. <laughs> right like I'm just passionate <laughs> uh, but that, you know with this cleanse that I'm doing it's more so like I'm challenging myself to to go a little further uh, I'm turning 35 so nice. uh yeah I'm excited about that and I don't know what it is. Like there's something about 35 that I'm just like <laughs> eager to get to um, and leading up to it. So I'm going to Tulum for my birthday. Nice. And yes. while I'm there, <laughs> I'm actually doing a plant medicine ceremony. It's called Tepsawake. I really hope I pronounced that right. Um, and it's the Mayan ayahuasca. I was and about to say, is it like an ayahuasca? Mm. Yeah, so it's considered to be the Mayan ayahuasca. It's from the tree of life. Mm. Um, and instead of drinking it as you would ayahuasca, it's consumed via smoke. So you smoke it. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'm really excited about that. But part of leading up to it, like I was reading over the paperwork, they asked that within 24 hours of having the ceremony, um, you know, you eat plant based only and, and fruit and stuff like that. Drink only water, no alcohol, no smoking, no nothing, no drugs, right. no sex, unless it's with someone that's your long-term partner. So I was just like, okay, I know I'm doing this on my birthday. Let's just fuck it. Let's just take a few days off. Just go with it, right? Like, let's see how much more clarity you're going to get from this. Like, right. like, like, really push the limit and see what you can do with that, you know? So I'm super excited about that. And it's just one of those things that I'm just like, you know, let me let me see what can happen with it, and like, let's see where we can go with it. I'm all for that. That's so cool. Yeah. I want to go on one of those type of retreats. Maybe not actually do like the ayahuasca, but mm-hmm. I've seen somewhere it's just like a um, like a. I don't I don't know exactly what to call it, but basically, you're cleansing your body the whole time you're there mm-hmm. doing yoga meditation you eat yeah. plant-based and it's basically like a retreat and everything I want to do mm-hmm. so bad maybe next year next year yeah maybe. I it would whenever you can I think that you should um you know we should put ourselves in situations that are outside of what's considered the norm right yes. um so challenge yourself and you know if you want to try it try it life is about having experiences oh but yes Going back to the point. No, I don't think there's, 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 see, I, I circled back. I was able to bring yes. it full circle. Full circle. Um, yeah. So, you know, there's, there aren't steps. I, I don't think there's necessary steps. Uh, I think there are steps that I've taken mm-hmm. um, for myself personally. Uh, but, like, I feel like, again, it's a very personal journey that you go on when you decide to, you know, explore spirituality and go down that route. Um, for me, it was about, looking for people that are in these spaces that I feel like I can look up to and I can respect and like, you know, seeing what resonates with me, right? Like right. We, we vibe. Right. Um, and 
with that, it also was about educating myself and figuring out, you know, what works for my, not just only myself, but also my body. Um, because, you know, our, our physical body is so intertwined with everything about us from our mental and our emotional, um, it, it, they have to all coexist mm-hmm. peacefully at that. So, um, you know, there are certain things like this is, this will be my first plant medicine journey. Um, whereas I know people who have done ayahuasca, bufu, like, well, bufu is a plant-based, but you know, there's different things that they've tried, uh, magic mushrooms, um, side note kids, this is not an advertising <laughs> for you to go out and explore all the drugs there is, <laughs> do what's right for your body. Do but if you do, proceed ego. with caution. <laughs> right. Proceed with <laughs> caution and make sure you do these things in a safe space. Um, but no, like I, I believe that, you know, some people look for a greater calling, right? And like, you know, I, I, I oftentimes, like even as a kid growing up, especially in the, not in the deep South, thank God, but like in the <laughs> South, uh, people judge things that they don't understand. All people judge things that they don't know. Um, so, you know, when you see someone that, is speaking on something that you have no understanding of, you're quick to say, you know, call them a name or say that they're on some type of drugs or they're tripping or this and the other, but this person can be the most sober person in the world and you wouldn't even know it. They just right. have opened themselves up to receiving messages in another form, right. another way, right? So uh, I think the first step, if there is to be a step, is to identify what you want from it really like what do you want in this journey of spirituality what are you seeking uh with it and like how how far down the rabbit hole do you want to go because that's that's another thing too like i will tell you there are moments there were times throughout my journey that i was like "Mm -mm, nope can't do it not anymore this is too crazy (laughs) this is too much again mind you like I said this would be my first plant medicine journey so right <laughs> if I haven't never experienced any plant medicine journeys I have had some out of this world experiences where I'm just like whoa buddy like hold up now um, <laughs> like one time I remember uh, during one of my meditations a few years back and this kind of stopped me from meditating for almost a year um I, I did a deep meditation. I think I was like probably 40 minutes in and I started astral projecting. Uh, and like I heard kind people of just, love that. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing when you know what you're doing. Right. When you don't know what you're doing, you, you gotta be careful. You get nervous. You gotta be careful. Yeah. yeah, so for me, what happened was like, I was like, okay, I'm, woo, this is great. This is awesome. This is amazing. And I'm just like floating and I'm just like having this amazing astral experience or whatnot and then you know there there there's you have a shadow side yes you know we we all have a shadow we all have a shadow side we all have a shadow self um oftentimes people want to think of it as a negative and they think of it as a bad thing I've got I've come to terms with the fact that I've moved beyond that but in that moment at that time I got untethered during my astral projection and I felt my shadow self kind of just, I was afraid. 
Like, and I was scared and I was like, holy shit, like this might, I might become disconnected from my physical Aww. being. Like, I don't know what's going on. So I snapped out of it so quickly and I jumped back into my body. And like, after that while, I was just like, okay, I'm not, no, I'm not calm down and meditate for a little right. bit. This is getting a little bit too much. Um, and like Did I you said, feel like dizzy was, coming out of it? Oh my God, yes. Oh my God, yes. And like uh, coming out of that moment, like for me, it was a very scary experience because again, I didn't know about it. I didn't mm. have any true understanding of how to um, handle that, right? And like, whereas I have friends who astral project all the time. All the just, time. <laughs> all the time, just be like, bye. I'm like, where, right. where did you go? <laughs> uh, <laughs> your physical body's here, but I know you ain't here. Where'd you go? <laughs> right. So it's, it's, it's one of those things where it took me a while and I'm very grateful for my spiritual coach. Um, you know, and one of those girl, it, it, she's amazing. But it's one of those things where it took me a while uh, to come back to that. And like now before I meditate, I, I practice a protection. Yeah. Um, meditation to, to, yeah exactly. To va- the veil. And then well, do you do a white light? White light and golden light or purple light, depending on what I'm operating on. Um, nice. And what I've also come to terms with too is like my shadow self just wanted some love very much like she she, it's about you know there's a balance in this world lightness and darkness is opposite in the spectrum but it's a spectrum nonetheless has to coexist it has two sides of the same coin right so I'm not better than my shadow self right because your shadow self is still yourself yep um, your higher self is still your yourself as well and your shadow mm-hmm. self is part of your higher self so it's those different things and like now I've come to terms with it and you know she and I have a good time and like you know we're able to uh there are moments where I kind of have conversations like okay self what's going on today why are we operating from this low place why are we <laughs> why, why are we vibing low today right. good. do I need um, to play the frequency so we can get to right. where we need like, to what's be going on? Like, what what do we need to heal today what are we working on today you know like uh and it's, again, it's a constant. So that's the biggest thing Like you know, again, finding out what first step, finding out what it is that you want in this journey, like defining that for yourself and making sure that it makes sense for yourself. And okay, again, second step, if we're going to do it, be open, but also be careful. Yeah. And be, understand that as you're taking this step into this new journey, that there's a lot of unknowns out there. There are a lot of things that you don't know about. And it's the same thing with anything that you take on that's new, even even religion, not mm-hmm. honestly, like, you know, we know what's been taught to us, but there's so much more out there that we don't know about. Right. So, uh, you know, like, you just got to be careful with the things that you do. And especially when it comes to your, like, the first thing is setting that intention of like, you know, do no harm to others and yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, like, my intention is always, again, I operate from a place of understanding and I just want to spread love and light. Right. And, but that doesn't mean that I'll take shit. Like, that's another thing. Yeah, the thing. Yeah, spiritual people will curse you out. <laughs> we will check you right. we will put you in your place respectfully right like i love you though i love you though. right right <laughs> don't do it again right. uh, you're gonna get a namaste and uh fuck off <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> a namaste and a not today don't right. do it no more <laughs> that's a shirt right there right on um, brown skin conversations this is ours Right. namaste but not today <laughs> <laughs> yes but I feel like 
maybe like well maybe not a step but one thing to continuously do is heal like you said Mm -hmm. the shadow work understanding um that that's not a lower part of yourself that's still a part of you and you have to understand where yourself is coming from at times like how did how did it get there like it didn't come from nowhere and it's not a bad part of you you just have to understand and um research research because Mm -hmm. I was reading something about um why do I feel like I'm about to say this word wrong um uh I don't even want to say it because it's like I don't know what it is we we good like there's certain words that I can't say and I just struggle with it like one of them is um compartmentalized yeah <laughs> like you see how long I had to take look we we are grown we take right. over the things that we slack on and that's one of them so right but it's one of those I don't know if it's a type of healing practice or a type of meditation or something but it's like one of those where people shouldn't just jump into it I forget what it's called I feel like I have it on my phone but anyway as I look for it uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) we should always research what we're Mm -hmm. interested about because Mm -hmm. we sometimes you want to jump into stuff and it's Mm. like that's not safe that's not safe don't do that or um oh kundalini oh kundalini yes um I heard that that was like 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 not top tier meditation or healing but it's like you should definitely look into it like with astral projection some people are just like yeah it just happened and I know what was going on like your situation right and we always need to research um before we actually start doing stuff because it might seem interesting and it might seem cool but make sure that it's in tune with what you want to do because after you've already done it and you feel like it wasn't right for you it's kind of like I mean there's nothing wrong with doing things and finding out later that you didn't like it but as long as you researched it first and you're doing it correctly or at least knowing what you're getting yourself into because like you said you could go down some rabbit holes and mm, some people don't make it out of certain situations where they've messed dabbled it with stuff that didn't really wasn't necessary for them to dabble with right again like you know it's so important to be educated and well informed um but also be remaining open right uh to receive and like with kundalini oftentimes it's referred to at you know either kundalini awakening kundalini yoga but kundalini itself is like the ultimate life force yeah there um and many people often believe that it is the energy that rests within our chakras um yeah our our spine the base of our spine and with kundalini yoga you, you definitely shouldn't just jump into that like it's um something that you should you know build your way up to but like when someone has a kundalini awakening it's kind of like you know again coming out of the dark night of the soul Mm -hmm. situation right like it's something that uh you know 
<laughs> it's really hard to explain, um, right. even if you've been through it. But it definitely jump starts, a and it kind of opens you out <laughs> to opens you up to a lot of other things. Um, like I want to say, for me, I had my full awakening like this past April um, mm-hmm. when I was in Sedona, and I love Sedona. Sedona is an amazing place for anyone who's like wanting to experience great energy and like just wants to get into like spirituality and stuff like that. I feel like it's it's um, one of those it's one of our key energetic key points on this earth of ours right like uh, Sedona has amazing vortices or vortexes however you want to say it but there's different energy that are there and uh, it's one of those main places but when I was there I had this beautiful amazing experience at this uh, retreat Uh, and it was just one of those things that I was just like again no type of psychedelics were involved no type of alcohol nothing and it was just such a beautiful experience and I owe it to this beautiful lady she's a spiritual practitioner as well her name is Randy um shout out to Randy Randy. (laughs) and then uh, you know uh, I got a shout out to Chris and to Brandon for putting together the um the retreat that was there and you know it, it was a beautiful experience and like it definitely um expedited my awakening I would say because I believe that I was on my journey already um but to be where I am now like I wouldn't have I wouldn't be where I am now without having had that experience right Uh, so it was it was definitely uh an amazing experience and so I'm like I'm really excited and looking forward to going to Tulum and having this next experience that I'm having but again it's a constant that's for sure yeah I um it's like I don't want to tell people like if you're just getting into being like a more spiritual person like mm-hmm. don't jump into that but mm-hmm. don't jump into that right away because sometimes that's what makes people like not want to like continue to advance spiritually because they get into certain things too fast and they're just like I can't I can't deal with that right now like I was listening to <laughs> right like it can it can be too much and it's okay mm-hmm. um sometimes you got to take a step back and figure out what's for you like I was listening to this one podcast I forget what it's called but she was talking about how she used to meditate and um like spirits were talking to her and she has that like um she has a gift yeah she has that gift where she um mm-hmm. I think it's clairvoyance clairaudience uh, audience. yeah Claire so audience. she mm-hmm. she has that where she can hear but mm-hmm. like in her meditation she saw too and she was like this mm-hmm. too much like it's bad enough that she she was like it's bad enough that I can hear y'all but now I can see y'all <laughs> like absolutely <laughs> not and she like wasn't at that point yet like she was trying to fight it off for like so long mm-hmm. and then she finally like basically in a sense gave in and was like okay I'm gonna you know start start doing this because apparently her older sister was already practicing and everything and her Mm -hmm. sister is clairvoyant and Mm -hmm. you know she went to her sister and was just like what should I do Blah, blah 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 all this great stuff um needless to say she's 
like still practicing and everything and that was when I listened to that podcast when I first wanted to get into it because I was like Mm -hmm. there has to be something with this when like so many people are just like this is what is helping me especially Mm -hmm. like you said it helps you with it helps you with your depression and anxiety when people say something helps them with their mental illnesses I automatically think let me look into this because there's I don't, I'm not going to push away anything that can help me. Mm-hmm. Like I want all the help I can, I want all the help right. I can get because I'm going to have to deal with my mental health illnesses regardless. But if mm-hmm. something can help me deal with it on a day-to-day basis and it get better to the point where I'm just like, yeah, I deal with this, but like, I have this to help me out. Like, that's Mm -hmm. where I want to get to. Like, this is something that I actually want to get through with that, like past the 21 days. Like I want to continue to do Mm -hmm. this to help me out. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I feel like oftentimes, um, people get into this and they realize they have gifts that they didn't have before. Um, and it gets very scary. So yeah, I mean, you kind of like with my astral projection, but there's even more, you know, I, I, I have gifts and I, I, it's, it's been, it was a struggle, especially when I was younger. I didn't understand what they were. I didn't understand what they meant. I didn't understand, you know, there, there's this, and this is why I love my therapist so much. Cause it's like, am I going crazy? Like, what's going on? <laughs> you know, like, and, and it's a very real question. Yeah. And, um, it's valid. You know, for me, right. Like it's like, hold on now. Like, am I hallucinating or like is this real like what's going on here um but yes not knowing can be such a scary thing uh it's but it's definitely one of those things you want to ease yourself into like when you become overwhelmed that's when first and foremost your body your physical body now at this point is going to take over mm-hmm. and it becomes a flight or fight situation mm-hmm. and oftentimes because it is not something for you to actually fight physically right. you're going to what you're gonna run away you're not gonna do it and um because it becomes overwhelming like again like for me I stopped meditating for almost a year because I was like you oh we're not doing this that's what we're doing um but then easing back into it and learning it and like oh once I came to terms I was like oh wait you just needed some love that's all that was you just wanted me to have a a conversation with you and like figure out what's going on so we can heal that part of us uh and then yeah but the seeing and the hearing and the feeling <laughs> it uh, it can get a bit overwhelming and so I understand when people get scared with that like again like I, I have the gift of sight and oh. uh, I have to I'm, I'm also clear like I'm discovering more gifts now but I've always had the gift of sight I've I was always about to say had, sometimes gifts grow as you can yeah, and I've always had the gift of knowing um so Intuition. Yeah, so <laughs> even I'll be well, even I deeper than listen, that. <laughs> I, listen, I swear, if I just universe be, be like that would make more sense. Universe be like, ma'am, right? No, no. Like, I promise you. Like, <laughs> every time I have like a reading with my spiritual coach, and every time I have a conversation with spirit, they be like, "Yeah, why are you so damn hard at it? Well, like, why are you sorry. asking this? Because you know already, right? I was like, but you already know. Like, I'm sorry, you already know. Um, but what else do you want from the, us? The answer not going to change, <laughs> right? <laughs> But one of the biggest things, like, ever since um, coming out of Sedona, more and more gifts are awakening. More and more things are, like, being 
rediscovered and I was just like like this is this is crazy and it's all about remembering too you know like it's uh we oftentimes our gifts are dormant because Mm -hmm. we don't access them or because like when we were kids we didn't understand them because oftentimes children right but children often experience their gifts well before anyone is able to identify it Mm -hmm. um yeah and like babies be seeing stuff right like like, even can't see color yet but but I think that's the point like I think that's the point like you can't see like color very well but you're able to see like the other rooms yeah Yeah, exactly you know um it's funny that we're saying this because earlier in this conversation today the closer to birth and the closer to death we are the thinner the veil Mm. um one of the things that uh in Asian culture uh, I'm Blasian, in case y'all were wondering. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, so, is. yes, I do qualify to be on brown skin conversation. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering. Um, but, Look, I'll let you on here. That's how you qualify. <laughs> right, right, right. right. Um, but also in Buddhism, we believe that children, babies, especially hold the keys to the answer of life, like what mm-hmm. true meaning of life is. But because they can't communicate, they don't know and then as they're growing up the indoctrination of living in the society in this world of ours breaks that down and then they yeah. forget but then then we have our elders right and then you know we think that they're oh they're old so they're going crazy and they're just babbling with stuff but they oh. want to communicate with us and tell us but we don't want to hear it because it doesn't make sense to us and that's why so babies it, and older people get along so well like hey seeing like seeing like you, older people hold mm-hmm. babies and stuff and how well and they the get along they have I love it. It, It's so precious to me. Well, it's also, you know, otherworldly because it is. Yeah. It's 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 so big, so much bigger than just what we know as we're in the in-between, because that's what we are. You and I being alive right now, we're in the in-between. Like life is about the in-between. So you have birth, you have death, and everything else is in between. So it's you know, when you're going through that and when you're experiencing the in-between, it's supposed to be lived, it's supposed to be experienced, you're supposed to know these things, but like when it comes to kids and understanding their gifts, like, again, they don't have any real guidance. So I think it's, you know, I, I have friends who have children now and they, they take such time to help their children develop their gifts and like, their, and their, and it just brings me so much joy. I and like, right. And it's like, I hope one day when I'm a mother, I'm able to do that for my child and facilitating that because I can only imagine how much more tapped in I would be um, if I had been given the opportunity to really develop those gifts and those skills as a kid I think you know? about that sometimes too right and and that's the thing like you know there's definitely no regret in my life at all and anything like that it's just I had a different experience and uh, I want to give my children a different experience bet, yeah you know? so it's just one of those things that you have to remember so uh you know gifts are fun yes mm-hmm. um but they're also and, that, and that's the reality of it. And that's why, again, like, it's so important, like you said, to first and foremost, educate yourself, but also, you know, ease yourself into it. Yeah. Like, really, really take the time to, you know, if you are afraid, sit with that. Yeah. Sit with it. Try to figure it out. See, see what's going on. And then um, see if you can move beyond it. Yeah. If you can, then great. If you can't, then it's okay. It's okay. Take the pause. Take some time. You know, do what you need to do to to get yourself to a place where you want to keep exploring right. if you want to because you don't have to and that's okay too um like I don't I feel like oftentimes people feel like they're forced to do something and you, you don't have to you just have to 
be open to the universe and see what journey you decide to take but it is your choice right I think that at first I started the spirit my spiritual journey because I wanted to see what gifts I had and the fact that they weren't like coming to me as fast as I thought they should have that's why Mm. like my journey kind of like dwindled down a little bit but Mm -hmm. again like I said when I found out that it was helping people with their mental illnesses and everything that's when I was just like okay like let me start this back up like whether I have gifts or not like I mean people gain gifts sometimes Mm -hmm. after a while if that's what so chooses to you know in life if that's Mm -hmm. what happens like if spirit is just like yeah you got gifts like you're gonna get them right eventually whether you want them or not and I think that I do that's part of the reason why the meditation sometimes doesn't doesn't hit as good as I think it should because sometimes (laughs) no for real sometimes when I'm sitting there it feels like something is around me and I get nervous Mm -hmm. so I kind of like I can't I feel like I can't do meditation with my eyes closed because I'm just like I have to I have to see what's going on around me because I do feel like what's this energy that I'm feeling like I feel like Mm -hmm. and I feel like that might just be one of my gifts but I ain't ready for that (laughs) I already like the memes that you see on like Instagram and stuff when it's just like yeah when in the dark when you be seeing them shadow people I'll be seeing them I'll be like hey yo I'm trying to go back to bed right just had to go to the bathroom like you trying to protect me or no because I know what to say if you're not light and love leave me alone right Right. leave me (laughs) leave me be only welcome people of light and love here you got Mm -hmm. to you got to go so right (laughs) but yeah that's um I think now that I have a different um course or um thought process with spirituality I think that it's going I'm actually going to be able to to stick with it a little bit better than before mm-hmm. so yeah no, that's it's good. Just... And like like you said like it's definitely one of those things that you for one you can't rush right um <laughs> you have to be patient with it you have to again be gentle with yourself mm-hmm. and offer yourself that grace um you know some people uh, experience it quicker than others mm-hmm. um but it takes time to cultivate it first and foremost too. And then also like, you know, when you are in the place where you're uncomfortable recognizing that and then understanding like what it is and then <clears throat> figuring out what it works, you know, how it can work best for you. So right. if, if you're in that place where you're like, all right, I feel energies around me. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Like, hey, like you said earlier, like practice the protection uh, right. meditation first. Start with that yeah and then go from there yeah yeah so how do you feel about the word witch because I feel like when going Mm. down this spiritual journey especially me at first like 
<laughs> person that I'm in the relationship was just like oh so you're a witch now and I was just like I know you're joking but like don't do that and I was so like I don't want to do this because I don't want people to think that I'm a witch and then I was just mm-hmm. like but I mean hey if that's the title that comes with it I kind of like after a while I was just like I kind of don't care if that's the title that comes with it but yeah so how do you feel about that word because I know some people try to throw that out there like oh you like crystals oh you like incense oh you burn in sage you do this you do that like especially when you have those gifts like we talked about they're just like no you're a witch or something like that and it's just like bruh right so I feel like in western culture we have such a negative connotation for the word witch Mm -hmm. um you know, the way I look at it is healer. Yeah. Right. Like basically. Like, but it also comes with the fact that, you know, people are afraid of what they don't know. So in yeah. their mind, it's like, oh, if you're, if you're meditating, if you're lighting candles, if you're pulling cards, if you're, if you're going out you're, in a full moon or new moon. Right. Like if you're a moon, like, you, you know, you're moon bathing, you have a new <laughs> moon ritual, full moon ritual, you do all these things. You must be a witch. And No. You know, like, and the thing is, like, witches in nature, like, they operate in such a high regard that, that they, they believe and they hold sacred, uh, you know, all life energy. Uh, and, you know, there's witches, there's Wiccans, and there's so many different things, so many mm-hmm. different terms that can be used. Um, but in our Western culture, in and of itself, we have such a negative outlook on it. Um, right. I, I went on a date with someone and I told him, you know, of all the things and he was like, yeah, I love crystals. I, I meditate and like, you know, I, I have a new moon ritual and a full moon ritual that I do. And like, you know, I do cleanses and stuff like that. And first thing that came out, was like, wait, so are you a witch? And I was like, no, I don't <laughs> identify as a witch. But this same person was also the one that ended up telling me, he's like, oh, well, my mom was and like, I know how to put uh, people and then he went and started talking about how he can put like the girl it was like note to self bail now right. um, but it, like but again with as with all things there's a balance there's light yeah. and dark and yes there are practitioners out there mm-hmm. they do that the dark on the dark and uh, you know and it's because of those things because, you know, it's so deeply rooted in fear. That's what mm-hmm. it is. It's deeply yeah. rooted in fear. And I think for me, because I, I again, I choose to operate from a place of love and light <laughs> as much as I can. Because it is a choice. It really yeah, is. definitely. Because um, some people go down the other path where they're right, just like, I right. want all things to go this way. Or they do it out of a place of selfishness more so Mm -hmm. like thinking about them and it's just like I want things to go my way like I don't care about who this hurts right with malicious intent at that right uh and that's the thing like intention is a huge part of it and then you know where you come from it but yeah like I I don't dislike the word witch I also don't like the word witch uh in a lot of ways but, but it's only because of the western negative connotation of it Right. But like when you, you know, you go to other cultures, other countries, 
you know, the witches are revered because they are healers. Right. Shamans are revered because they are healers. You know, like the warlocks are revered because they are healers. And right. So there's different things. But I feel like within our culture here, especially in the U.S., like there's such a negative connotation and it's so deeply rooted in fear because, again, if we go back to, it, you know, the Salem witch hunt. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. those are the things, again, because they didn't understand what was going on, it must be the devil's work. Right. And again, I can't sit here and say that there aren't negative entities and negative energies and negative right. influences out there because there are. That's the world that we live in. There's light and dark, right? Right. Duality. Exactly. (laughs) You know, just because a woman is having her cycle on the full moon doesn't mean she's a witch. You know, like. Right. But it also doesn't mean that she's not a witch. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But yeah, like, so for me. But whose business is that? Hers. Right. (laughs) <laughs> you know that, that word is just again so deeply rooted in so much fear that it's just it's it's a little bit sad um yeah. for me but like, uh yeah I, I think overall like you know I I'm a bit indifferent mm. I'm a bit indifferent to it because it's just like all right well, like <laughs> I personally don't identify as a witch do I know people that do? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do I think they're bad people? No. Uh, do I think that witches are evil beings and they have a cackling laugh and they have a crooked nose and a pointed chin? And they're no. trying to <laughs> eat children. <laughs> right. right. Like, no. <laughs> like all the movies try to depict them as. like. Right. So I, I don't believe in any of those things per se. Uh, but I do think that everyone has their own sense of identification and i they uh they feel comfortable in how they feel comfortable so it's not for us to judge again i can't judge right. <laughs> i'm not <gonna> judge <laughs> so um with your spirituality you said that mm-hmm. you pull cards do you mm-hmm. um do you have a favorite crystal I I have favorite crystals. Okay. I, I feel like <laughs> all of them have different benefits. Mm-hmm. But if I were to pick a favorite. Okay. Pick your favorite top three. Okay. Um, <laughs> Amethyst would be my favorite. Yes. Topic. Yes. Um, and then I'm a Libra. So Rose Quartz. Hey, Libra gang. Hey. hey. When was your birthday? Did it pass September early? 30th. Happy belated birthday. Thank you. Um, <laughs> go ahead, boo. You know, uh, <laughs> but, okay, so Amethyst, Rose Quartz. And, you gotta keep the Rose Quartz for self-love. You know, like, yeah. We're ruled by Venus. Okay, guys, we love love. Love love. Uh, Even though they see it in a different way, like, y'all always, no, don't judge me, because I know how to show it better than you. Yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> well see huh now we're judging right. no judgment period right okay <laughs> and then um i just show it in a great way that's all there we go <laughs> i think smoky quartz hmm. or onyx oh onyx probably onyx yeah so amethyst rose quartz and onyx those are my three faves if i have to pick the top three um amethyst hmm. is one of my favorites because it's connected to our third eye 
-hmm. it helps us um and also receiving in our our crown chakra as well um but as of late um i've been doing a lot of uh violet flame meditations and i've been working with the violet flame quite a bit Hmm. Uh, what is that can you explain that for us so the violet flame is looked at as the uh flame is transmutation um it guys google's best friend um (laughs) for just explain it in the way that it helps you yes for for me (laughs) um when i was in sedona i came out of that experience i had like my awakening during that awakening i was able to convene with my higher self and she's gorgeous (laughs) i mean i might be a little biased but they usually um, are they usually are Right, like she's amazing, but like she had this aura about her that was yeah. just so beautiful um, that it's beyond words. And like, but she was purple has always been one of my favorite colors, and I also love the purple one. Nice. Prince. Um, yes. but <laughs> she was draped in beautiful layers of purple and lavender and all this stuff, and royalty. Um, royalty, yes, like, and like. <laughs> such a spirit clearly a spiritual being but like (laughs) on a different level for you right on a whole different level and then coming out of it and like all the different things that I've been going through since then like the changes and awakening and stuff like that like I felt like I was called to the violet flame in a lot of ways and it has been helping me transmit a lot of different energies and like work through a lot of different things and oftentimes when I'm struggling with something like also when you're looking through your third eye there's often um kind of a purple light going on too mm. um so it, it's just you know those things just kind of coexist together for me in this moment and like uh there are different you know different meditations for different things but like for me right now like those, those are the three things I'm leaning into a lot and like just um being able to see more spiritually um and so I, I call on the amethyst quite a bit. And like, uh, I have this goddess crystal necklace that I don't have with me right now, but I normally <laughs> wear it as often as I can. And uh, I was just about to say, do you wear one or carry one around with you? Because I know mm-hmm. a lot of people are just like, yeah, keep it in your bra. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, so like, uh, the only smooth one that I have is, uh, I know the people aren't going to be able to see this, but like, the smoothest one that I have is this one. I don't know exactly what this is, but is that bluish green? Yeah, it's giving me jade vibes in a sense. I think maybe not a hundred percent sure, but this yeah, beautiful. Yeah, I can't really tell what it is without... through the computer. Yeah. Yeah, but I have that, and I'm just like, I can put that in my bra. I have other smooth ones, like I have some obsidian. Mm-hmm. I have that because I really wanted to get more into grounding. So I was just mm-hmm. like, well, since I'm not going, I don't get to walk outside with no shoes on all the time. Let me carry this around. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, can't really put it in my bra, but I'm going to buy some. I have necklaces too, mm-hmm. but um, I think I'm going to buy more. <laughs> No, there's, there's different ways too. Like I have um, an opal ring that I wear. You know, yeah, rings. Also, um, it's, it's Libra stone, um, October and whatnot. But um, I, I also want to get like 
you can wear crystals. You can put them in your bra. You can put them, you don't have to put them in the bra. You can carry in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> um, put them in your purse. Like when I'm traveling, I often bring my bag of crystals with me, and I kind of mm. set it up so I have like the energy with me wherever yeah. I'm going. I sleep with an amethyst under my under your pillow. pillow. Yeah, because yeah, it helps with my uh, dreams at night. Nice. Um, I, I listen to sleeping meditations every single night. And so it's like those little things that I do that really helps me feel energetically charged. Like one of my friends, um, he's an amazing healer in his own right and a, a practitioner as well. Shout out to Chef. I've been shouting out a lot of people tonight. Um, but he's <laughs> got to give them their props. Have to, right? Um, he also did a reading for me that was amazing. Um, but he sleeps with a crystal grid on his bed nice. um, under his bed Aww. so he told he was going to teach me how to do one for my bed we haven't had a chance to connect in a while he's kind of going uh off the grid for a little bit right now and it's amazing because <laughs> we have to get grounded right yes but uh yeah i so love taking I say, breaks from everything <laughs> yes absolutely well for one libra we need that um <laughs> we absorb you, so bae, much bae. yeah and so <laughs> it's one of those things that i i definitely you know take advantage of with people and like my soul tribe and I talk to them and I convene with them and you know I'm able to have these conversations with them that uh you know otherwise people will look at me like oh this bitch is crazy right um you gotta find your group right you gotta find your soul tribe that's definitely it and I'm grateful for very grateful for mine but yeah if I were to you know bring it down this amethyst for my third eye activation for my meditations for my spirituality overall those courts because I, I I am a loving person I am love you know like mm-hmm. I operate from that place uh and then onyx for protection because I am an empath because I have so much going on and like one of the things that I'm looking for one of the things I want to get for myself is an onyx ring like mm-hmm. a sigil ring or something nice. like that and uh but like onyx and gold and uh, so if any mm. of you guys are listening you know the jeweler that can put this together for me please let me know <laughs> um I follow a couple on Instagram. I could probably send you. Yeah, amazing. Thank you. And then it's just like finding something that would make sense because I really I see it visually of what I want. I just haven't been to find it yet. And honestly, it's when I might just have to get it custom made. Yeah. Uh, But you know, I want something that incorporates the onyx stone and then also like the goddess symbol and stuff like that, and like um, the three faced goddess, Tate. You know, so it's like (laughs) little things like that. But yeah, those are my favorites. And uh, I love them. And I I hope to one day have a house full of crystals. <laughs> yes. Like you see all these plant parents. No, I want my crystals around. Like, <laughs> oh, oh my God. Both of them. Plants. Both of them, actually. Look, my, two of my plants that are thriving. They have crystals right in them. You put crystals. Girl. I saw that not too. Um... She, she's right next to my Himalayan salt lamp. Salt lamp. Both Not, of them, both yeah, of them are right there. That's and healing. then, you know, <laughs> right. And then, uh, actually, that, that is kind of crazy. Now that I think about it, like, note to self, you need to do that more often. Um, <laughs> but also, one thing that I think I'm going to adopt doing is, like, you know, having, using, uh, rainwater is really great for your plants, but yes. also, like, you know, maybe creating moon water, crystal moon water, water stuff yeah. like that, and just uh, using that to water the plants. It might help them thrive. Yes. <laughs> I made some moon water once and um, it was, so I made, I think I made like two jars. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them, I just let like sit and I put my intentions into it. And mm-hmm. um, when I was attempting to meditate, 
or like just need to get into like a good mass set I will hold it and just you know let those intentions flow back into me then the other one I was like actually like drinking the water and like I would actually feel really better throughout the day just like sip some of this moon water and go about my and actually set your intentions speak intentions to your water and your food and everything that you do like um you can do it in your coffee and your teas you just gotta go clockwise and speak your intentions Mm. in there and then just drink it and let that frequency absorbs into your body because again like we are our bodies are mostly water so yeah liquid the fluids that are going into you which is also explains why like we are so affected by the moon yeah yes so i think the last thing that i want to go over with you is meditation because i because you've said a couple of them that I re- like now that I now realize that I actually do without thinking about it. Like mm-hmm. the, um, what did you say? Like the, this um, changing my thoughts. Mm-hmm. I do that. Uh, changing techniques. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because like last week I was just like in a negative mindset and mm-hmm. I feel like this one time, like out of all the times that I thought negatively to myself this one time I just sat down I was like no we're not doing this and then I thought about something else and it like the negatively tivit the negative thoughts like mm-hmm. were gone and I was just like and I was trying not right. to dwell on it too much because I'm like if I dwell on it they're gonna come back like we're gonna keep going this way and I was just like mm-hmm. wow the mind is like like of course Mm -hmm. our our minds are powerful anyway like when we can Mm -hmm. dream and see things that aren't really there or astral project and actually go to other places Mm -hmm. but like to actually take control of my thoughts and put them in a better place that Mm -hmm. really like struck me like wow this worked of all the times to think we're not going to think about this and go to it different place like we want to we were in a good spot we want to be in a good spot Mm -hmm. like let's go that way and um Mm -hmm. sleep meditation I've done it a couple of times because I love taking Mm -hmm. naps so (laughs) just like might as well do it while I'm in a good place (laughs) right right so and that's really important too like uh I I like listening to them while I'm napping I like listening to them while I'm on the plane I listen to every night and it doesn't necessarily even have to be like meditation spoken word or anything like that it can also be frequency um so listen like uh I used to have to hop on a plane weekly for work and um you know you get used to traveling and I I don't have I don't have anxiety with traveling per se but because I do it so often it was also a level of like this is a lot you know so right exhaustion every flight I got on I would always play my frequency playlist like it just allows me to first and foremost actually rest are you willing to share that oh yeah absolutely yeah (laughs) send it over um uh and it's one of those things where it helps a lot right and then um one of like you were saying the stop the thought stopping techniques are really important too and that's actually something that I learned from my therapist that I can apply to my my spiritual practices you know uh it's a it's a great coping tool for those of us who have anxiety or depression because it it allows for us to change the narrative Mm -hmm. um but it is a conscious form of meditating uh and I think when people hear meditation they think like oh you have to be like 
in the zone and in like completely zone, right. eyes closed. Quiet. Yeah, I, right. I often do wake, like conscious meditation, right? Like I am, um, one of my favorite ones is, I call it heaven and earth. Like I'm sure there's like a, a deeper <laughs> name for it or something like that, but it's sitting whether you can be on the ground or, um, you know, with your feet planted, um, right? Um, or on the cross legs. But when you're sitting, envision, you know, there's this golden radiant light that is in the center of your heart, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, your solar plexus, the center of your, your chest, your stomach, whatever it is, and that it grows. And as it's growing, it expands through your spine. And as mm. it's going through your spine, it actually goes, out through your head into the heavens and then it goes deep down into, um, through your spine out through your tailbone into the earth hmm. so now you are connected into this heaven and earth but as you're breathing when you're breathing in the light moves up through your mm-hmm. entire body from the core of the earth up into the heavens as you breathe out it goes straight down back into the core of the earth and when you're doing that and i've done this consciously like even in meetings or hell even when i'm driving <laughs> And it really does create that moment of you, like, just you're grounded. Like, actually, my favorite time doing it was during this past 4th of July. I was at the park with my nieces and nephew, and I'm watching the fireworks go off, right? And I was like, I want to meditate right now. So I'm at the park, <laughs> I'm sitting in this chair, this lawn chair, took my shoes off, I planted my feet on the ground, and I did a conscious heaven and earth meditation while I'm watching the fireworks. And when I tell you, that was an amazing trip with no drugs involved. <laughs> It was great. <laughs> so, I loved it. Again, this is not for you guys to go out there and try all the drugs in the world. <laughs> you be smart, be educated. Proceed with caution. Proceed with caution. But yeah, like <laughs> if, if you can do that, um, anytime you feel overwhelmed, anytime, again, you don't even have to think about anything. You're just literally breathing, focusing on your breath, but just envisioning that light going in and out. And when you're ready to recall your energy back to yourself, just ask her to go back into this this golden ball of light in the center of your body and then just gets smaller and smaller and goes back into you okay yes see I really want to go over this last topic do you have time yes absolutely awesome okay yes shadow work and inner child healing (laughs) one of my favorite topics because I realize that I do have that child within myself that feels like she has to be like perfect or Mm. you know that that's where my uh people pleasing comes from like I have to do so much for other people like realizing that I was actually like parenting my mm-hmm. parents at a, as a child like being mm-hmm. a mediator at a really young age and it's just like why do I have to do this realizing yeah, that that's, right god damn it <laughs> why are you so good at telling people to calm down and then listening the to you <laughs> right. right right but realizing that I have all of these like aspects that I would like to work on and that that child Mm -hmm. is still within me even with like because I'm trying to get into my creative side more and realizing like as a child like I wasn't pushed to do that but that was Mm -hmm. probably something that I really would have liked to do more Mm -hmm. like I wanted to like do uh 
um, modern like dance, like contemporary mm-hmm. dance and stuff, and mm-hmm. like never got the chance to. But like as an adult, I'm just like I can pay for it myself. I don't gotta wait for nobody. So it's just like that's a part. You don't even, even gotta pay for it. You can just dance. True that. True that. I can watch right. a YouTube video, t- learn the technique. TikTok exactly. apparently is where all the dance trends are. Right? Exactly. Exactly. I, I don't have a TikTok, but I see all the videos that my friends send me. Trying to oh. stay off of there because down the rabbit hole I go and that's where I find a lot of stuff about like spirituality which is great Mm -hmm. but sometimes I'm just like again that's where you have to do your own research it's just like Mm -hmm. like okay you're you're telling me this but like you're not showing me (laughs) right you're not showing me where you got this information from and sometimes I just feel like people be talking outside of their neck not judging but I just get a sense of "Mm." Right. Like, do you know? Do you really know? <laughs> you How does it know? apply to me? Um, that's why I love it when people say, like, take what resonates and leave what mm-hmm. doesn't. Like, like, Especially uh, when they do, like, um, like readings for, like, a mm-hmm. group. I'd be like, yeah, mm-hmm. okay, good. I ain't got to take all of this in because of right, all like, of this was on. for you me. You said Libras are having a bad week. I'm having a great week. Right. You know, like, <laughs> like that don't apply to me. Um, but also, like, you know, when we, we talk about Zodiac signs and we joke about it, but there's so much more than just your sun sign. Yeah. You got to know who you are through by looking at your whole chart. Yeah. Um, and and some aspects, both. I'm just like, I don't know what that is. Like, I have the chart on my phone, but then some people mm-hmm. talk about, oh, it needs to be at this degree or something is at this degree. So that resonates with this sign. Like, right. give and me that, a minute. So, <laughs> that's another episode. Um, and I do not pretend to know everything about it. I just, I educate myself as best as I can right. in what I feel resonates for me. Um, but yeah shadow work and inner child healing all right which one do you want to tackle first um Um, I feel like they kind of go in line with each other when you think about it they go hand in hand but it's it's but they're still two different things yeah so inner child healing is uh it's something that oftentimes people like overlook right Mm -hmm. like they just they want to because in this day and age, we are expected to function, period. We're expected to operate, period. Like, you, you don't have to, um, you know, you can't say that, oh, I'm this way because of that, because oh, it's an excuse. But, right. you know, psychology, if we're going to go deeper, because spirituality and psychology really, is, again, yeah. coexist, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it has to deal with nurture versus nature and how you were brought up and the things that you, you know, dealt with um as a child so oftentimes you said something earlier you parented your parents um so you didn't get the chance to feel parented so now you have to take the responsibility of reparenting (laughs) reparenting yourself um but you know when we're children like we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier about like you know being able to help your children cultivate their gifts as a child you're you're expected you're looking for protection. You're, you're looking for someone to guide you, mm-hmm. to give you the safe space to be able to just be a child. Right. And, um, you know, not all of us were afforded those luxuries because it is a luxury to be able to just be a child, innocence and childlike <laughs> wonderment, you know, right. like, um, and it's not as easy as people think it is like, oh, you're just a kid. Like what, what was so hard about your life? A lot. A lot oftentimes, <laughs> our traumas stem from our childhood. Uh, 
And because we block it out because we're expected to function as adults, we operate, but then all of a sudden there's the straw that breaks the camel back and then you 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 go back into the space of like not feeling protected or you lash out or you do whatever. And so that's where the shadow self he- comes into. Right. And so inner child healing is so important. Um, I feel like, um, and to embark on that journey, <laughs> you have to be willing to be vulnerable. Yeah. You, you have to be willing to be honest with yourself too. Like you have to look at yourself in the mirror and uh, really ask the hard questions. Like, you know, why am I the way I am? Why do I operate this way? And not looking why at am it I as like an, this. Right. And it's not <laughs> in the sense of looking for an excuse. Right. It's in the sense of, again, coming from a place of understanding. Right. Um, like, how can I be a better person today? Or how can, how could I have been better for you? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the conversation that you have with yourself and your inner child. Because, um, you know, we, we disregard that so often because we're just like, oh, you're a kid. You didn't, you don't have anything. To you don't know any better. Like, but in reality, it's like children, because they can't know communicate. A lot. They, all they do is observe and when they're observing they're absorbing mm-hmm. so you're taking that in and then now it's now inside of you and like you know to be childlike is to be able to be expressive to feel free to feel loved to feel nurtured to be right. uh to feel wanted and cared for so when you're missing those core values in your childhood it does affect who you are as an adult you know like and it's not an excuse. I mean, it's, it's hilarious to me, right? Like, how ironic is it that when we have um, these, oh, girl, I feel like I'm about to open up a can of worms Ooh. with what I'm about to say. Um, Go ahead. But, like, okay. for example, when you have a mass shooting, right, and that mass shooter just so happens to be a white person, mm-hmm. the lens of the media is now coming from a place of empathy oh, this person went through this, you know, they had a horrible upbringing, they had this, they suffered, and they choose to empathize with this person, but let us talk about, you know, a person of color going through a struggle, and doesn't even have to be a mass shooter, right? Right. Not, not even. Just they just have anger issues or something like right. that. Right, they're villainized so quickly, and they're, they don't want to believe that, oh, their childhood had anything to do with that. But isn't that the reality of it? Yeah. Like, so to, to sit here and disregard and say that, oh, your childhood has nothing to do with you are as an adult. That, it that's has everything to do. Right. So to, to even begin that inner child healing, like I said, like you have to, healing is not easy. Mm-mm. Healing is hard. Because you got to look at parts hurt. of yourself that you put away and that you didn't really want to look at anymore like you were just like okay Mm -hmm. I'm gonna put that to the side because that really hurt me buried Mm -hmm. like deeply and now you gotta dig through that box (laughs) right and so it's one of those things where like you have to really really know the journey that you're about to go through it and um which that'll work cross some tears by the girl many a night many a night of (laughs) ugly crying okay but it's okay because by the time you come out of it, you're just like, oh my God. You feel oh, relieved. Your sinuses like, oh cleared up. <laughs> right, right. We're good. We're healing. Yay. Um, Next step. But it's, it's so much deeper than that. And then, like you said, yes, shadow work also plays into um, inner child healing. 
but I feel like shadow work is a step further, at least for me in my experience, yeah. right? Um, inner child healing is going to the core of it all. Like that, that is, that's like we're going back to the very beginning. We're trying to figure it out. We're trying to resolve these issues. And that work in itself is never done either because again, as I said earlier, when you heal one part, you realize another, oh, this part. Is another level. Right. Like, damn, I didn't realize I have I was dealing with that. Um, but then that also goes back to what I said earlier too, like we have different versions of ourselves throughout our lifetime yeah. that we have to continuously heal. So while I've been like I've done a lot of inner child work for myself and I thought I was good until it was like, okay, with your 30 year old self, meet some love. <laughs> and I was like, but I thought we were good. We 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 five years past this now. Nope. Like nope. That version of you, you was dealing with some stuff back then too. <laughs> right. right. Like that version of you needs some love too. Like you haven't forgiven yourself for the choices you made in that version of yourself. Yeah. And so that's another level of work that I have to do. But when it comes to shadow work, again, we can't have light without darkness. We can't have darkness without light. Right. Our shadow work that we do often is that dark, deep side of us that we don't want to admit that we have right that we don't want to admit that is a part of who we are because you're so afraid of that side like we're so, like how can I think those thoughts how can I feel this way like you might not act on them right. but you thought them and it's also like no we've also done things as humans as people to hurt others whether it's intentional or not Right. And that builds up within your shadow side as well. Mm-hmm. So again, that's another level of unpacking that you have to do. Like, why did I make the choices that I made when I knew that it was going to hurt other people? Right. And yes, we don't owe anyone anything in this life of ours, but we should always choose to operate from a place of integrity if we right. can, right? And operate from a place of love if we can and operate from a place of like, caring and uplifting others but the golden rule treat others the way that you want to be treated right but even sometimes we treat ourselves like shit we don't even realize it right and but we expect others to treat us like we're royalty like how can someone give you what you can't give yourself right so it comes back to that too so the shadow work is unpacking that level of it and tapping into it like I said like for me I was afraid I was afraid of doing that. Like I, I ran from it. I was like, "Hold up, girl, you, you little, you about to consume me now." I don't like it, but when I finally came back to it, and I was able to be like, "Wait, you just you need some light too. You need some love too. Like I just need to, you know." There's this. I think, I think it's a meme or a gift or something that I've seen in a while, where it's just like, you know, it's not about running from your demons; it's learning how to dance with them. Yeah, and it's like it's that's very real. Like. You can't outrun that part of you because it's right. still there. There, right? It's still you. Um, what you can do is heal it. What you mm-hmm. can do is love on it. What you can do is shine a light on it and learn to understand and give yourself that grace that you know. You know that you're always gonna that those parts of you are always gonna exist. Now, right. how can you coexist peacefully With and these parts still right and accepting? those parts of you because that's the biggest thing like again we oftentimes put things in boxes or we bury things deep down inside our psyche that we don't want to unpack because we know how painful it can be right but again that's coming from a place of fear right. and when you're coming from a place of fear of course it's not going to feel good of course it's going to feel bad um so when you're able to shine a light on those parts of you and now operate from a place of understanding and a place of love and acceptance you're able to move beyond that 
mm-hmm. and you're able to move past that and like you know get to another level of healing um so those two things i think when you're doing inner child work when you're doing shadow work it's imperative to be honest with yourself yeah like practicing radical honesty with yourself yeah and like not just being one of these people out here talking about oh, i just tell it like it is and no. using it as an excuse to be an asshole no right, not that no. at all but it's it's really being honest with who you are being honest with yourself and telling yourself that hey you know what i'm not perfect mm-hmm. i don't always make the right choices mm-hmm. i don't always do the right things but you know what but i'm gonna learn from it i'm gonna go I'm, I'm I'm take those lessons and i'm gonna challenge myself to do better i'm gonna challenge myself to be better because it's not about being perfect it's about being able to be better every single day whether it's one big thing or a small thing like it's just, it's just a constant uphill battle and i'll be real with you during this journey of healing this journey of you know spirituality your shadow work your inner child work there are gonna be days that you you, you thought you taken 30 steps forward but honey you about to fall 100 <laughs> steps behind and it's okay yeah. and then remembering to offering yourself that grace like it's okay i don't always have to be perfect good right i don't always well i damn sure don't have to be perfect at all to right. begin with right. <laughs> i ain't gonna be perfect that's for damn sure but i don't always have to be right i don't always have to be good i don't always have to be better right it's okay and like you know uh as of late we, we see this trend on social media it's like it's okay not to be okay but it's also okay just to be okay right like you don't have to be good you don't have to be bad you don't have to be to be okay Right. And it's okay. So uh, <laughs> that middle ground, right? Like, look, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'm showing I'm up here. for me. I'm here, and right. That's and, all I'm doing. <laughs> I'm just showing up. <laughs> that's something that's so important. Showing up for yourself. <laughs> you have to show up for yourself. You do, and some days are easier than others. I'm, I'm gonna be real. Like, yeah, some days you just something feels off you don't know what it is but you just think something feels off mm-hmm. and i know uh, it just feels off <laughs> but that's showing up for yourself too because it's like you're acknowledging the fact like you're not trying to like like the other things that we've dealt with putting it in that box like oh tucking it away like oh no I'm fine like no something feels off and I'm acknowledging it and that's how right. I'm showing up for myself we might right. not have the best day but at least I know that something is off and we're going to figure it out sooner or later. Might not be today. Might think about it tomorrow and be like, that's why something was off, but right. We're here. (laughs) Right. And that's definitely something that I, uh, you know, I I practice with my friends now being honest when they ask me, how are you feeling? How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm okay. I'm having a good day. And, and being able to move past it. And it's so right even with people outside of my super friends, right? My loved ones, my family, it's weird to see people's reaction when you say, you don't say good automatically. You don't say great automatically. You're just like, I'm all right. I'm okay. Why just all right? Why just okay? Because I am. Right. Like, and that's okay. And they're like, oh, but you're smiling. Yeah. Okay. That doesn't mean I can't smile if I'm just okay. Right. Or like or if I actually am having a shitty day, I'm like, I'm I'm, I'm no. not good. <laughs> right, I'm not good. And then they're like, well, what's wrong? It's like, it's, it's, 
don't know. Can't tell you right now, but uh, I'm just, I'm not good. And it's okay for me not to be good. So I think it shocks people sometimes mm-hmm. when you don't um, say that you're doing good or great or anything like that. Right. Sometimes, sadly, because they don't really care. Like mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. it's like they don't really genuinely like want to know. Right. They're just asking. Like, I wasn't they're just saying for you to because, actually tell me. Like, I like no, nope, you about to get this. You about to get this right. unraveling. Right. <laughs> it's like the societal expectations of people being polite. I'm like, I'm great. I'm good. Like, that's nope. what you expect. But it's like, you're going to get these. Nah, words. bruh. <laughs> eh. <laughs> and then right. keep it moving. You, like, you getting an eh today. And, right. and you're going to be okay with the eh. Mm-hmm. That's it. You got a response because right. the way I'm feeling, I can ignore it because I'm not feeling that great. Right. <laughs> right. Like, what are we going to do? We're going to stay stuck in this moment of you being concerned or right. when you're not really concerned or we're going to move past it. Right. Let's, let's just move past it. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But yeah, I, um, I've been looking into shadow work for a while and I think I like really depth like jumped into it like really deeply once and I I don't think I I did cry I did cry because I cry like I'm a crier so <laughs> I think it's a Libra thing we're Libra. <laughs> like I'm can very y'all, emotional can y'all get cactus, please. right like sometimes like I'm indecisive. I know. I be crying. I have a lot of emotions. Like, that's the thing. Like we're not indecisive. I feel like people have that common misconception. Like we're not indecisive. We don't give a fuck about the minutia. We don't. Like we care about the major things. So when we don't care about stuff, people are like, "Oh, you're indecisive." It's like I just, I really don't give a fuck where we go to eat. Like just, I'm hungry. I want food. The thing like, about that. Go ahead. And but when I'm particular. <laughs> One of the things that I care about, then you want to be mad, like, oh, you're so innocent. No, I'm particular. I have <laughs> things that are important to me that I, like, if I'm traveling, I prefer to travel a certain way. Right. I prefer to, to stay at a certain place. I prefer to do these things. And so she those should. things mean a lot to me, right? Right. And that's why they're important to me. But, like, if you're going to ask me, like, all right, so what do you want to do? I, I just want to spend time with you. How about that? Like, I don't care what we do. And then, like, oh, you're so indecisive. How am I indecisive when you just asked me what I want to do and I told you it's up to you? Aren't you the indecisive one? I was just about to say like I feel like they're actually putting that on me because they don't know what they want to do so then they have to turn it around on me and I'm just like don't like admit all the extra stuff on me because that she girl (laughs) (laughs) don't be putting all that on me because you don't know right like it's not important you don't know okay cool y'all know so do you want me to figure out? Because then if I figure, and then that's the thing. Then, then, and then you're not the going to be upset. <laughs> when we take the rings and we give them options, then they're like, what well, you're in this I gave you options. I narrowed it down. What do you want? Humans like because options, of, supposedly. Right, that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to supposedly, appease, yeah. to, appease you. And now you're not, you're not satisfied at all. Okay. I'm not doing this. <laughs> we're, we're done. We're good. You know what I want to eat? Like, you know what I want to eat? Some air. But yeah, no, like, so going back to your diving into the shadow work, um, you know, how has that been for you? Like, I know you said that, you know, the crying has happened. Yeah. Um, 
I cried the first time and then mm-hmm. like I do it like on and off like I don't do it as in depth as that first time but sometimes I'll look at like the way that I reacted to something and mm-hmm. I'll just I feel like it's more inner child work be inner child healing because I don't go as in depth like to see like when was the first time I did that but more so like mm-hmm. where in my childhood did this happen and I reacted like this or like which is kind of like the same thing but it's not like when in my childhood was I doing this and Mm -hmm. it got me a reaction that I was okay with that's Mm -hmm. the inner child working part more so where the shadow work is like when did I first do this in general and then Mm -hmm. continuously do it but Mm -hmm. there are some times where like my actions or like even with me being emotional, sometimes I'll look back and I'm just like, when did this start? Because I've always been called like an emotional child or like a really loving child. Like that's how mm-hmm. my family sees me. They see me as the loving one because I have an older sister. So they see her as the rebellious one and they see me as the mm-hmm. loving one. She's like 10 years older than me. I'm just like, okay, like there's a huge age gap. Like stop calling her mm-hmm. rebellious. She's just older. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like it's okay. But with being the loving child I was also called emotional and told like you're too emotional and you know and after a while I was just like just because I can resonate with my feelings and you can't that's why you call me emotional I am in tune with how I'm feeling and I'm not Mm -hmm. gonna hide it for anybody that's the issue that you're having with me and like I was doing that I was analyzing those type of feelings before I even knew what shadow work was so Mm -hmm. like I was just trying to figure out myself and like why people felt like they had to react to how I was feeling in a certain way and it's literally sometimes it's not me that's Mm -hmm. what I had to figure out because the people that I deal with like I'm not trying to bash any signs but Capricorn's I don't know what's up with y'all my mom is one and I love her to death but so is my stepmom and I'm just Mm -hmm. like bruh like y'all are really like on another level of something (laughs) but that's where I would hear like the you're too emotional and it's just like I'm in tune with myself and I'm willing to admit when I don't like something or decide I don't want to hear about that anymore as with them they're just like oh well I didn't feel any type of way about that or something like that but you keep bringing it up and I'm just like but I know that you feel some type of way but yeah that's how the shadow work started with me because I realized Mm -hmm. patterns in other people and patterns in myself and I'm just like why do Mm -hmm. I react this way and why do they react that way and I'm just like because I'm this 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 and this is going on and blah 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 but Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah that's how I got to that no definitely though like it's it's a it's our relationships with people are reflections of who we are mm-hmm. and the triggers that we have are actually just pointing out the things that we need to heal yeah. right um and with shadow work it's it's also taking ownership of why you are the way you are yeah um and like you know i i like you i'm an hsp a highly sensitive person like mm-hmm. i uh I have always been a feeler. I've always been an empath. I've always been uh, an emotional person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like, again, those are the like people 
take words and they have negative connotations for them. And like, it's about us reprogramming it, right? Like for me, being emotional, having a high EQ is, you know, powerful. me, very powerful. It is a sign of who I am. Like, and like, I believe that vulnerability is my superpower, you know, like I, in, in spaces that I invite people in to be vulnerable with, like I, I trust you. I love you. I care about you. I can be vulnerable with you. And like, you know, my ability to be vulnerable with others is my ability to be able to be vulnerable with myself and be honest with myself. And, you know, okay, so what if I'm emotional? So what if I'm a crier? It's who I am. It's how I express myself. And like, if we don't vibe on that same level, it's okay. You know, you don't have to be on my frequency. You don't have to be, you know, and it doesn't mean that you're below me or above me. It just means we're not aligned in that. And like people who don't understand that they again they they often when they don't know something they fear it right when they operate from a place of fear so because you can't express yourself emotionally you feel the need to bash me right um but because I express myself differently from you and you don't understand it you don't want to accept that right and so it's but then after a while you realize it's not about acceptance of others it's about acceptance of self so like, you know, and I feel like that's a huge part of the shadow work. Like, you know, uh, shadow work is done in psychology and in spirituality, mm-hmm. you know, like inner child healing is something that is referenced in psychology as well, because mm-hmm. it, it, that's why, like, for example, science is just magic that is defined. Yep. I've heard and understood. Before. Yeah. So people want to call things magic when it's something that's beyond their scope of understanding, mm-hmm. but alchemy is truly the basis of magic and science Mm -hmm. so you know chemical reaction is alchemy so uh and it's those little things that we we often don't recognize but like you know with this world that we live in um people want to be rigid people you know because we a lot of the things, the laws, religion, everything that was taught to us, it's all about control yeah. because people fear. Yeah. And now it's about <laughs> breaking down that, right? Like, and, and, and because we're breaking that down, that structure that's been established, people are, again, afraid. Mm-hmm. So because it's outside of what's considered norm, right. now people want to ostracize you. Right. They want to ostracize you. They want to call you crazy. They want to call you a witch. They want to call you weird. They want to call you a freak. Like all these sorts of things. But it's like, all right, I am. Right. So what? You, you want to call me those things? Cool. Right. You know, like that's, that's who I am. And <laughs> if that's what makes you feel comfortable, then okay. But I know who I am. Right. You know, the universe knows my spirit. Right. <laughs> you know, like, and those are the things that I have come to terms with um, during this journey that I've been on and I think that you know for for anyone who's embarking on it it, it, it there's a lot of unknown like we said earlier there's also a lot of sadness that comes with it and I'm gonna be real with you know like it's not the easiest journey it's a lot of sadness because no. you're gonna lose people um that are no longer aligned with who you are and your journey and what you're doing especially and when you start um speaking your affirmations upsetting boundary and speaking those affirmations of i remove anything that you know doesn't align with with my highest best and then you just like dang i thought this person 
And sometimes I'll be like, you know, daggone, well, that person wasn't in line with <laughs> yeah, right, yourself. Right. But it's okay. And, like, it's right. okay. We have to And learn. it's like, um, one thing that my girlfriend always says, she's like, sometimes you have, God has to snatch you from a situation. Right. And uh, whether you want it to be or not, but it wasn't aligned. So therefore you were snatched because you didn't, you weren't obedient. You weren't listening, <laughs> you know? Right. Um, so it's one of those things, but, you know, as hard as it is, as sad as it can get, and you're going to get depressed and be real, mm-hmm. like you're going to, you're, you're going to have anxiety. Yeah. You're going to have moments where it's like, am I crazy? And I feel like over the last six months, I've asked my therapist <laughs> that probably weekly. Like, Are you sure I'm not crazy? Are you sure that <laughs> we don't need to like commit me for something? Like, do I need to be on medication? Like what's going on? Because again, logically, you're a Libra. Like we, we, we want to understand we're looking for logic we need to put and, and that's just human nature right but even more so I feel like those that's another reason why like my spiritual journey has put been put on hold sometimes because I'm like I don't know how to explain this right oh god like <laughs> it's crazy so it's one of those things where you're just like all right you know what let me let me just let me I'm good like okay let me just let me sit with this and let me figure this out mm-hmm. but once you make it past that point, once you make it past the the barriers of the, you know, I'm not this, I'm not that, like, or like, oh, I'm losing these people, like, but I want to hold on to this person. Like, once you're able to accept that there's so much more on the other side of this, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful journey. Right. Like, I, I wouldn't take away any of the pain I wouldn't take away any of the hurt I wouldn't take away any of the depression and anxiety every any of the nights that I spent crying like or you know any of the moments that I I sat in despair in utter despair you know like I wouldn't take away any of that because like I'm so in love with this person that I am and this this version of who I am right now and like again I'm not perfect but I know that I am better than I was before. Right. I know that on the grand scheme of things, because there are probably moments where I'm like, oh, girl, you <laughs> but you know, <laughs> right. But it, it's those moments where you realize that, yo, and I know that even in this sense, like you invited me onto this podcast and having this conversation with you, like, I know it's an opportunity to help others. Mm-hmm. So you're definitely helping those- me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, but it's like the ripple effect that we spoke about earlier. It's, that's what it is for me now. Like, it's not just about what's best for me and what's most comfortable for myself. It's about being able to be a ripple, be that drop for someone. Yeah. Because you having this platform, if I'm helping you, that means you're able to help others. Right. And then whoever you help is able to help another. And it's, it's pass this it along, thing yeah. that lives beyond us mm-hmm. and I think that that's the most beautiful thing about spirituality right the understanding that it is so much bigger than just yeah. one it is the collective it is the mm-hmm. source it is about you know the higher power the universe the higher beings like it's so much more than just you and I and our, our very physical human selves <laughs> uh it's 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 deeper than that so yeah, yeah yes i love this well thank you so much for coming on i'm definitely gonna have you back on because we touched so many things and i'm just like we gotta go deeper into that 
No, absolutely. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so grateful for this opportunity. Uh, it was an amazing conversation, honestly. Yes. Like I had a great time. You know, we got a little ratchet at some point, but it's okay. And it's that's balance. okay. It's fucking balance. All right. <laughs> Life not duality. Today, not today. <laughs> right. Exactly. Don't play. Right. <laughs> but thank Looking you so much. I'm from Atlanta, so we definitely don't play. And you oh. will play in GA, all right? <laughs> oh, shoot. That should be our outro. Yes. Again, tell the people where they can find you, Alex. All right, y'all. So, again, I am Alex Sam. Thank y'all uh, for having me today. You can find me on IG and Twitter. I don't really post much on Twitter, but my handle is at she's fam. That's S H E T H. Oh, see, I'm about to forget my whole <laughs> fam. S H E S T H A M. So, gotcha. once again, S H E S T H A M. It'll um, be in the show yeah. notes as well. Just in awesome, case. awesome. But yeah, thank you guys so much. This is an amazing opportunity and a. Uh, Yes. Namaste. And it's Not okay today. today. Right. Yeah, it's, today. It's okay today. 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 <laughs> today it's okay. <laughs> Thank you.